Live from the WTAD studios in the Lincoln Douglas Building in downtown Quincy, it's time to pull up a chair and assemble today's WTAD News Roundtable. Good morning. Welcome to Monday edition of the News Roundtable. Are you sheltering in place? Or are you considered essential and you're out uh, doing your thing? Uh, The gentlemen I'm looking at in the studio uh, today are all essential uh, personnel. And so they're here uh, at work. I do believe most everybody on staff is uh, here today at uh, Radiotopia, flexing on their essential-ness. One thing to point you towards, because the Johns Hopkins page for coronavirus seems to be down at the time, Uh, Western Illinois uh, has their own state page. They have uh, a county-by-county breakdown of where COVID-19 is at, and uh, also they include the counties surrounding uh, the land of Lincoln as well. So if you're curious what those border counties in Iowa, uh, Wisconsin, Indiana, Kentucky, and Missouri look like, uh, interestingly, um, Wisconsin has more cases than I thought that they would. They have quite a bit in, uh, Mil- in the Milwaukee area and also in Madison. Uh, so uh, I put that link at the News Roundtable Facebook page, if you would like to check that out. Uh, some of the things that uh, Governor Pritzker called for yesterday, we'll touch on on the uh, back half of today's show concerning uh, volunteering and donating blood. So that's what we'll talk about uh, today on the News Roundtable. But first things first, in with all the latest from the WTAD Newsroom, say good morning to Scott Hardy. Good morning, Quade. Good morning, everybody. The Quincy Public School District will have its pre-K through 12 continued learning plans available as of Wednesday. That's according to Superintendent Roy Webb, who made the announcement last night on social media. Webb said that while his staff would prefer students to attend school in person, he says it's important that families have resources to, quote, sustain the great learning and success that has taken place already this school year, end quote. In the statement, Webb said that he is committed to keeping students engaged during the school closure. The plans will be available online beginning Wednesday. He says that uh, the staff is putting the final touches on those plans today and tomorrow. He says if you're not able to access the uh, uh, plans online, there will be copies of all grade-level plans available at the Daily Meal distribution sites as well. Uh, Webb also says that uh, sometime today your uh, your child's building principal will be sending a Skylert call and email with further information and specific details about the plans and how parents and students can access them. Hannibal Public School students are being fed and learning at home as of today. Hannibal Public School staff prepared packets for students which can be picked up today and tomorrow from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. and will be distributed drive-up style. Middle and high school packets will be distributed electronically unless paper copies are needed. Hannibal Public Schools also says it's distributing breakfast and lunch beginning today. They say they're working with Douglas Community Services to distribute the USDA Summer Meal Program dinners and Hayes to distribute buddy packs for the weekends. There'll be 22 sites for meal pickup throughout the city. That full list of meal pickup sites is available at WTAD.com. 
Western Illinois University says that as of today, it's closing all campus buildings in compliance with Governor Pritzker's shelter-in-place order. Western says that starting today, all academic buildings in the Malpass Library and Branch Libraries on both the Macomb and Moline campuses are closed. Statement says select personnel will work staggered hours or on campus to provide services such as law enforcement, medical care, technology, housing, food services, admissions-related needs, and financial aid. Interim President Martin Abraham said in the statement that, quote, students can remain on campus, they will be safe, will have food and care available, and will be able to complete their studies, end quote. Students who've signed up to move out aren't allowed to return to campus until the shelter-in-place expires. Those students remaining on campus will be required to abide by all state mandates. Two more northeast Missouri courthouses are now temporarily closed to the public. Both the Lewis and Knox County courthouses are now closed due to COVID-19. Lewis County commissioners recently announced they've closed all county buildings until further notice. Notice on the county's website says county employees will continue to work regular office hours and those offices will still provide services via phone or email. The Knox County Courthouse in Edina also closed to the public due to COVID-19. That move made Friday. Employees are still at work. They can also be contacted by phone or by email. A Rushville hospital says it's making further changes starting today due to COVID-19. Culbertson Memorial says that as of today, all elective surgical procedures through April 3rd will be rescheduled. Also, all outpatient specialty clinics are now closed, with some exceptions. and will remain open to ensure uninterrupted patient care. They include the Wound Clinic, which has temporarily been moved to Rushville Family Practice. Oncology services, such as doctor's visits, treatments, and lab services, will be moved to the outpatient specialty clinic in the west wing of the hospital. The north entrance to the west wing will will be only open during oncology clinic, and patients should use that entrance only. And a Missouri cancer doctor and his nurse are in self-isolation after he tested positive for coronavirus that may affect some of his patients in northeast Missouri. KHQA-TV's Chad Douglas has more. The Adair County, Missouri Health Department confirms a cancer doctor who travels from Columbia to Kirksville to treat patients has tested positive for COVID-19. The physician works at George Ray Cancer Center, which is operated by the Missouri Cancer Associates in Columbia. Our sister station, KTVO, reports Dr. Mark Valick tested positive for COVID-19 after he recently returned from a trip to Africa. KTVO reports Dr. Valick saw patients at the Kirksville Center all day on Thursday. The doctor said he started experiencing symptoms of the coronavirus Thursday night and went to get tested. Thank you, Chad. That's a look at the latest in local news. Of course, we'll have more for you throughout the rest of the day right here on WTAD.com and on our social media pages, including both Twitter and Facebook. All right, that April 7th date for uh, schools uh, to come back around, that's also a date uh, that the governor has uh, highlighted. That's what, two weeks from tomorrow. Is there going to be a reassessment at that time? Or is like everything else, it's fluid based on what happens between now and then that uh, oh, could I be would, extended? Uh, yeah, I, w- I, would ex- I would expect that it is fluid. And, you know, they could be tearing up statements and rewriting them all the time. Sure. So, okay. so the, way, the, the way that it's going. So yeah. At some point, you you have to say, if there's that date looming, uh, that uh, you, you say until you're either at some point in time deciding to ramp it up and everybody go back to, you know, uh, the way things were and everything starts running in place or you decide to extend. If you're going to have that date highlighted as uh, people coming back, they're going to have to, you know, put things in place to begin that. It isn't just like certainly switching a, a light switch on and off. Certainly. I I think we'll know a lot more by the end of this week, one way or another. Why, 
either they go back in a couple of weeks or they stay out for the rest of the school year. And this is just my personal opinion. Sure. But based on how the disease is progressing and the doubling, and it's like if that keeps up, we'll have some really tough decisions to make by the end of the week. All right. Uh, thank you very much, sir. It's 1016. We'll take a timeout. And uh, when we come back, uh, again, we'll take a look at the Western Illinois University uh, COVID-19 awareness uh, map, which I find fascinating. And I'll also talk about uh, Governor Pritzker's uh, address from yesterday asking for volunteers and blood donors. We'll get into that next on the News Roundtable. WTAD. Welcome back to the News Roundtable, Talk Radio 930 WTAD. At the beginning of the show, I told you about uh, Western Illinois University's uh, COVID-19 map. Remember how uh, Johns Hopkins had a worldwide uh, map of the cases uh, broken down country by country? Western Illinois took that idea and breaks it down in the state of Illinois, county by county, and they include the bordering uh, counties surrounding Illinois, and uh, it's a it's a it's a fascinating look at where this virus is uh, expanding and how many cases there are around the area. I mean, we've got the one case here in Adams County, but in the surrounding counties, in most every direction, it's clear until you get up into. Rock Island, right? What is well? I'm looking at the Iowa side of the border. Uh, Henry County in Iowa has one case. That is the closest to the area until you get to Peoria, uh, Springfield, down around the uh, St. Louis area, and yeah, the Quad Cities. Uh, and there aren't a ton of cases uh, in those areas. St. Louis has uh, seven in the city, 22 in the county. But if you look at that compared to um, the Chicagoland area, which has quite a bit, and also uh, Johnson County in Iowa has more cases than St. Louis City and St. Louis County combined, which I find fascinating. Um, also, Madison, Wisconsin uh, has Dane County, uh, which is where Madison uh, is at, has uh, 49 cases currently. And uh, in the Milwaukee area, Milwaukee County, they have 126 cases. Uh, that is more than uh, Cook County uh, and DuPage County. Uh, so I, it, it's DuPage and what is that, Lake County? Yeah, Lake County both have uh, many cases, 79 in uh, uh, DuPage County, 69 in Cook County. And perhaps I'm overlooking, perhaps Cook County is overwhelmed here and i can't it doesn't look like it can click on cook county now that's DuPage again all right uh i would encourage you to maybe if i expand the map closer i could get a, a better look at uh, cook county but it's interesting to see uh where the cases are at uh, in the state and we talk about that april 7th date is uh are we going to be extended are we going to be ramping back up to uh, head back to work or will there be some type of a plan that focuses 
on the areas that seem to have the predominant number of cases. And looking at the map right now, I would tell you, uh, St. Louis City and County, the Chicagoland area, and along the northern border up towards Milwaukee and Madison, those are the hot spots uh, on western uh, Illinois' COVID-19 awareness map. So I, so uh, I would encourage you to check it out. We've got the link at the News Roundtable uh, Facebook page if you would like to look at it. I mean, just to give you an idea, there's, what, 90, how many, 90-some or over 100 counties in Illinois? And there's 30 counties that have cases uh, in them, uh, over 1,000 yeah. cases overall. Yeah, I think uh, 114, I think, you know. Okay, so, you know, uh, you have a, you know, fraction of the counties in Illinois that have cases, and I would say a large majority of those counties have single digits. Uh, In fact, most of those, the single digits are just one number, one case. Uh, And interestingly, if you could trace that back, it would be fascinating to know if a lot of those were people who were traveling from the Chicagoland area, uh, and took it back to the counties where it's popped up at, uh, just, just as far as tracing it back. Uh, Governor Pritzker yesterday, uh, called for volunteers, uh, to, uh, help, uh, as far as, uh, the hospitals and stuff go. The state reported their uh, biggest single day spike in confirmed cases. So the governor, uh, directed volunteers to go to serve.illinois.gov. Gov, and based on your skill level, you'll be matched with uh, service organizations that uh, need volunteers. The governor said that this is, uh, a, quote, an opportunity for healthy college students looking for something to do or individuals who aren't able to work from home, uh, an opportunity for people who are healthy and looking to help. And uh, we've talked many times on this show over the last week about, uh, you know, people around the state, around the area, pulling together and being there for each other. This is a way that you can extend that out and be of service to those uh, service groups within uh, the state. Uh, Governor Pritzker also pointed towards uh, donating blood, and we talked about that last week as well. Uh, you have a situation right now where blood is more and more scarce, but you also have a situation where people sheltering in place aren't necessarily heading out to donate uh, blood. Red Cross obviously is considered essential services, uh, so uh, Governor Kritz- Pritzker has called on uh, people to uh, have blood donations. A lot of those were canceled, but you can still do- go and donate blood at the uh, Red Cross. Um, so... Uh, these are areas you talk about uh, things uh, where you can help um, these uh, couple of areas like we said serve.illinois.gov is a place that you can go to uh, uh, find out where you can help uh, here within the state beyond just the local area if you're uh, if you've got questions about covid-19 uh, there is a hotline that you can call here in Illinois 1-800-889-3931 that's 1-800-889-3931. And the email address for the uh, Department of Public Health here in Illinois is dph.sick at illinois.gov. That's dph.sick at illinois.gov. And if you want to make a, uh appointment to donate blood, uh, call the 800 number for the Red Cross. That's easy enough, one 800 Red Cross, or you can do it uh, online, redcrossblood.org.
org. Uh, I'm especially talking to those of you out there who have type O blood that can be used by anybody. Trust me, if you know your type O, uh, you've probably donated uh, several times in the past and are used to donating. And if you haven't donated in a while, I'm sure you've gotten phone calls about donating just because of the usability of type O blood. And if you're not sure what type you are, go donate and you will find out what type uh, you are. And if you are type O, get into the habits of uh, donating uh, your blood. Uh, Governor Pritzker, I, I, is he uh, uh, going to have another uh, press conference later this afternoon? Is he still? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I didn't know if uh, he was going to uh, continue that uh, along the lines of uh, President Trump having daily press conferences with his uh, coronavirus, quote-unquote, team uh, that he has uh, with him. So uh, I- interesting. Uh Governor Pritzker and uh, President Trump had a uh, Twitter back and forth. But President Trump's statement, I thought, was interesting in that he said, and I'm going to probably get this statement wrong. I'm paraphrasing now because I don't actually have it in front of me. Uh, but he said that we have your back. We'll, we'll be there for you. And that can be taken a lot of different ways. Um, in some cases, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if people saw that as a uh, hat tip or a wink towards bailing out uh, particular states that might be affected more than others. And that is an interesting proposition for a state that is in the fiscal situation like the land of Lincoln. So uh, as this continues, as businesses uh, continue in many uh, areas to remain uh, closed uh, as we shelter in place, the fiscal situation we talked about before uh, becomes more acute uh, here in the land of Lincoln. So that uh, statement from the president is going to have to be further, uh, how should we put it, uh, clarified uh, as far as just we have your back. I'm not sure exactly what he means by that. Uh, I don't doubt him when he says that, but what specifically does that statement uh, mean? So. Stay tuned. Governor Pritzker usually has his in the afternoon, mm-hmm. uh, right around 3 or so. 2.33 o'clock, usually something like that. Yeah, and the president uh, usually is on, well, coming up here in a matter of minutes. That is the Monday edition of the News Roundtable. Again, if you want to check out the Western Illinois COVID-19 county-by-county dashboard for Illinois, we've got the link at our uh, Facebook page, and I'll also put the link up at uh, my Twitter page, at Quadius, at uh, Twitter.com. We'll be back in tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. You should be here, too. The News Roundtable will reconvene tomorrow morning at 10.06 a.m. on AM 930 WTAD. Podcast available online at WTAD.com.